You're listening to the internet. On today's into your head number 776, knowing your arse from your Ebola, rebooting a fly, vacuum-packed data, and lots more. Absolutely fucking fantastic, and I'm getting a cold. Hello. Monkey nuts, that's what they call them. They call them big steaming shit eating piss boiling. I'm getting a fucking cold again. Uh, Coffee cup crushed here. I've already talked about that, so we're not going to get any more material out of that. Uh, Printer over there doing nothing of any interest. Uh, Shit eating piss boiling. Stapler on the windowsill. Uh, Long forgotten cat glove puppet. Uh, Oh, filth Christ. This glass. That cat glove puppet on the window was filthy. I feel bad about this cat glove puppet. Uh, my, uh, my, uh, oh, my wife came across this at one point and was talking about using it as an aid in her uh, children's school classes that she runs, uh, being a teacher. And I said, no, 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 I have a use for that on my podcast. It was a couple of years ago, just after I killed off uh, the character Glenn Acton. I brutally murdered uh, into your head something so what was he was he uh, oh into your head junior announcer Glenn Acton I brutally murdered him in cold blood one day and then I said I need something else for the show and I said I'll take that cat glove puppet don't waste it on your children uh, it's been sitting here on the table ever since uh, I've occasionally used him as an emergency mop to mop up coffee spills off my keyboard uh, so he's covered it basically in coffee and crap uh, I did wash him a couple of times so no, uh, he's turned into a mop, a high class mop. Uh, so that's a way, that's a waste. You boy, you get these things and you never use them. It's the story of humankind. Uh, we got this planet uh, millions of years ago. We've never used it for uh, half of it. We've never used. We've never, we never build anything in the sea. We just let it sit there. We suck up all the fish out of it and eat them. Uh, but no, we never use the water itself. There's gallons and gallons of water in the Atlantic Ocean just sitting there, and we fly over a heavy day in our in our jumbo jets and we say oh that's very interesting there's a lot of water down there let's just jump we'll build a machine to jump over it into the sky uh, so we can avoid looking at it the Atlantic Ocean it's like a oh it's like a mess in the corner of your bedroom that you you take a wide berth and you walk around you say oh I'll deal with it someday I'll deal with that pile of clothes someday I'll bring them down to the charity shop or something but not today Today I'm just going to today I'm just going to invent commercial aviation and fly uh, a couple of kilometers over it so I don't have to look at it. Uh, no, no. If we got our minds together, we could do something with those oceans. I don't know what we could. Uh, well, I suppose we do use them a bit. We lay cables through them. Uh, this uh, this podcast, as we speak, is quite possibly coming at you uh, through an under and subterranean cable. Even that avoids the ocean. It goes uh, under, or does it? No, it goes along the ocean floor, doesn't it? Isn't there a cable going from my house over to your house in America along the ocean floor uh, that they set up in the early days of international telecommunications? I think there is. Maybe I've misunderstood. I thought there was. Is that not the case? 
Uh, I don't think it's not the case. We had uh, we had transatlantic communications before they had satellite. That's the other thing as well now. I'm not content with flying a couple of hundred kilometers above the Atlantic Ocean. They're now sending stuff into space. They're beaming it up to satellites and then down again. Uh, they don't even want to. They're bypassing the sky now. They don't even want to put your... Because people are paranoid. They're paranoid about their data security now. So they don't want their data getting sent through the sky uh, they want it sent, sent out into space where it's in a vacuum and let's say they uh, they have this misguided idea because they see they go to their supermarket and oh they see you see stuff like a, a vacuum packed lump of ham and they know us so oh, i can keep that in your fridge for a couple of weeks and that's fine uh, so if my data is going out into space into a vacuum it's probably pretty safe there too certainly safer than in the sky where all the oxygen can get at it because uh, oxygen destroys things oxygen causes fires and things so no they'd rather have their data sent out into space than through the sky that's why we have satellites now absolutely fucking ridiculous is the dangerous people get hold of a little bit of technical information and next thing you know uh they want everything it's the same with ebola they're going oh uh i don't want ebola people living near me are you african okay how are my country and then you'll say but this is africa and they'll say i know and they'll you'll say uh, but africa is my country and they'll say but africa isn't a country it's a continent and you'll say exactly and this is south africa it's thousands of miles from the ebola hit zone and they'll say i don't care if it's called africa then it's uh, then it's africa it's the same thing there's ebola in africa and this is africa they, therefore uh, i'm scared shitless uh, millions of years of evolving our brains and we still haven't evolved the ability to be not scared shitless by everything uh, calm the fuck down everybody take a chill chill pill i've had uh, half a liter of uh, energy drink and uh, about four double espressos uh, in the last couple of hours and even i'm not freaking out about ebola you're just sitting there freaking out about ebola because uh, you heard something something africa something something disease something something we're all going to die and you hear that little freeze we're all going to die and then you freak out you fucking uh, take a chill pill that's all i'm saying anyway i've always been a great believer in the dictum uh, never ask a blind man uh, what time it is because he'll say what time is what he'll say Christ what time is what is there something in front of me that I'm missing uh, that you want to know the time of uh, is it a dinosaur bone I don't know are you asking me to age a dinosaur bone because if that's the case I can't I'm not qualified to do that I know you people think that blind people uh, because they've lost one sense their other senses are extra magnified uh, but no that doesn't mean I'm going to be able to to sense the age of a dinosaur fossil just by having it in front of me oh no or maybe you meant something else when you said what time is it what were you referring to what time is what and you'll say uh, what time is it as in uh, what's the current time and they'll say the current time of what I don't know what you mean <laughs> speak English give me some you're talking like one of these youngsters who's who can't talk properly every these youths uh, every second 
second word they come out with is, uh, you know, they say, you know, you know, you know, like, 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 you know, like, 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 it's like, 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 you know, you know, you know, like, 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 you know, 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 like, 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 that's how the young people speak. They all, they're very good at saying, at speaking. It's just that they can't say anything. They don't know how to put any content into their sentences. Uh, you can say like till the cows come home. They go like like like. Uh, they go like 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 like. Uh, do you use the phrase till the cows come home in other countries? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure you probably have a in England. Uh, you probably have a in England. Uh, you probably have a in France, but you'd probably say it in French. You'd say uh, or uh, on uh, the cows. Uh, something, something, something. That's what they say in France. They say in a French accent. They'll say something, something, something. Or our cows. Uh, something, something, something. Uh, except they probably don't say something, something, something. Unless it's a French person talking in French and they're talking about what people say in English. Uh, they're talking about what people say in English-speaking countries, as I'm doing now with regard to French-speaking countries. Uh, they could be talking about me. It could be saying, I wonder do they say till the cows come home uh, in English-speaking countries. They probably say something, 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 something till the cows come home uh, except they'll be saying that they'll be saying the word something in French and then some uh, poor English although they won't because French people a lot more French French people speak English uh, than English people speak French I think you'll find that's usually the situation with these non-English abnormal countries they know a bit of language I'll say that about them they go a bit of la- when you go on holiday I'm hoping to go on holiday somewhere next month I don't know yet where I'll find out tomorrow I'm going to book a fucking holiday tomorrow because it's fucking uh, it's about fucking time to go somewhere I'm going to go somewhere uh, somewhere where there's sun somewhere cheap and cheerful and sunny and full of foreigners uh, so we'll be going up to foreigners and saying hello I want to check into this hotel and they'll say why do you want to do that and you'll say oh you can speak English and, it, and they'll say thank you very much I think I will don't mind if I do uh, seeing as how I'm in the tourist industry, I'm a hospitality hospitality professional and I stand to profit from my ability to speak English, so I think I will. And you'll say, oh, you misunderstood me. I wasn't giving you permission to speak English. I was saying you can speak English. Uh, not to say that you don't have permission. You have permission. Uh, I just don't think you need my permission to do it. I'm very grateful that he speak English because I can't speak whatever language of his you speak. I don't know what language of his you speak yet because I haven't yet decided uh, where we're going on holidays. But wherever, wherever I end up, whatever language you speak there. Uh, where was I? Where was I I don't know. You're listening to Into Your Head, hosted by Neil, Ireland's version of the Octomom. Except he's a dude and has cats. I decided to treat myself today and use one of our takeaway paper cups for my coffee and bring it up here even though I'm not leaving the house. I thought I'd go mad. Of course the environment if there's any environmentalists listen to this, listening to this uh, look away now because you're not going to like this. Uh, I have a uh, I have a coffee machine here and I decided last year oh, we treated ourselves to a coffee machine and I said fuck this shite we're going to get paper cups 
cups like they have in the oh like they have in the convenience stores we get paper cups uh, now uh, before you start lecture that baby only use them when we're going out uh, in which case uh, you know for example on the commute in which case most coffee drinkers would be buying one of these paper cups anyway from the shop the only difference here is I bring them from home and they don't have a freaking brand name on them oh no you buy them off the inter you can go on the internet now and you say hello uh, is that Amazon and Amazon says yes it is indeed please log in and you log in and then you say hello is that still Amazon and then they say yes it is is that Neil I think that's Neil because I can see your name now because you've logged in I know who you are I know who you are and I know what you like uh, would you like some cat food and then they usually show me some cat food and I say no thank you not today thanks uh, I have a I still have uh, two large sacks of it in the wardrobe downstairs and a half a half gone bag uh, so it'll probably be about another month or two before we need any more uh, no today I'm looking for coffee cups uh, now uh, as it happens I'm not looking for coffee cups at the moment uh, have enough have enough to keep us going until uh, I would estimate uh, next May uh, it, was just, it was supposed to be enough uh, to, until next June but I donated a hundred to a charity coffee morning uh, so we're down a hundred on this year's stock so I may have to purchase the next lot earlier than planned it's absolutely fine it's absolutely fine uh, it's absolutely it's absolutely fine uh, these are third world problems I realise uh, no they're not they're first world problems rather uh, but I live in the first world so they're relevant they're relevant to the way we live today uh, there used to be a convenience store around here that had a, a radio ad and its slogan was Centra for the way we live today for the way we live today uh, well, Centra, uh, the, you, you uh, chew, chewed off your own foot and shot yourself in it with that ad because the way we live today now is to not go to Centra at all for our coffee. Uh, you switch on the machine, you put the beans in and you cram water in and then you press a button and you say, give me coffee and it gives you coffee and then you put the lid on and then you go and you drive right past Centra unless you need, unless you need petrol. In which case, you stop at Centra and the people in the shop say, you used to come in here for coffee. Do you not like our coffee anymore? And we say, I've no idea whether we like your coffee anymore. We, have not come to, we haven't tried it in a while and we have no reason to do so. Uh, do you sell cat food? And they'll say, yes, we do. And I'll say, indeed you do. You sell a, ext a extortionate prices because you're a shitty little convenience store. You have tidy little bags with two ounces of cat food in them that you sell for 85 euros because you know damn well cats are going around in the emergen an emergency looking for emergency supplies uh, well the joke's on you there as well because I think my cats go up and find half eaten sandwiches on your forecourt and bring them home and eat them uh, so fuck you, uh, where was I? I don't know, this isn't very entertaining as far as I'm concerned uh, can't seem to uh, need to get back into entertaining -y land, uh, where we go. Uh, would that help in any way? I just sprayed an aerosol, an aerosol deodorant at the uh, at the microphone. I probably shouldn't have because <coughs> uh, because that. <coughs> uh, so I forgot it's one of these forty-eight hour ones that have extra. 
uh, extra uh, gassy or stronger. Uh, basically, they kill you. You can die from using these. It's absolutely fantastic. It's like doing drugs, uh, except in, uh, it's for hygiene rather than to get your brain uh, fucked up. Just fucks up your breathing system. It's probably just destroying my lungs. Oh, there's a dead fly on the table. That's disgusting. I'll just wipe it off. Uh, there was a dead fly on the table. I suppose that was bound to happen at some point because there's been half-dead flies going around this room for some time now. Uh, they're, dying, uh, they're dying out. Uh, they come back to life. They probably go into a coma and they come back to life in March and they say, hello, I'm a fly. At least I think I am. Uh, they probably do flies reboot when they come back to life after the winter or do they remember everything? I presume they don't have the capacity to remember things through six months of being dead. So they reboot basically as a new fly. Uh, probably have a new body as well because that one there will be rotted. It's rotting on my floor there now. Uh, along with along with my hair because this is where I shave my head in this room this very room is where I shave my head so uh, there's flies and hairs everywhere if you ever get the chance to come in here uh, I'd turn it down if I were you because it's fucking disgusting fucking disgusting uh, as disgusting as disgusting as be damned Into your support the podcastual arts at no cost to you just click through the Amazon link at IntoYourHead.com whenever you go shopping for anything, even if you use Amazon UK or Canada. We'll take your weird foreign money here. We're not proud. Just visit IntoYourHead.com and click on the appropriate Amazon banner. If you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in this program, email studio at IntoYourHead.com. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Are you a cat? Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com. To Ebola patients walk into a bar. One of the Ebola patients goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, I'm an Ebola patient's practitioner. I'm a practitioner of patients uh, regarding the uh, Ebola scare. I'm staying remaining calm, not going to panic, I'm not going to worry about it. And the man behind the bar says, That's fine as long as you're not an Ebola infectant. I don't mind you being one of these weirdo hippie nut scares people but as long as you're not infected with Ebola because if you are then I have an issue about that and the Ebola patient says oh have you now so you're an Ebola impatient you've no you've no tolerance of uh, for Ebola or the people who choose to get infected by it uh, you want them all uh, swept up off the earth and put out of your way because they're an inconvenience to you is that right and the man behind the bar says well that's an interesting way of putting it but I suppose yes that would be right that would be right and the Ebola patients person says uh, <laughs> probably, uh, probably sounding a bit silly here am I and the man behind the bar says no shit Sherlock 
and the Ebola patient's person says, uh, you do understand now that I'm not a, I'm not an Ebola patient. I'm an Ebola patient's person. Just for anyone listening to this who is worried that, who thinks Ebola patients are being made fun of. No, no. Uh, oh, what's this? What does this crap even mean? What does this crap even mean? And the barman says, you've got me there. I've no idea. Haven't a fucking clue. Uh, as long as you're going to buy a pint off me that's all i ask a pint of my finest guinness or any other beverage you may like although if you're drinking if you're drinking vodka or something uh probably shouldn't give you a pint of that well, we have various uh preset measurements for all of those things so uh, anyway would you like to order something and the ebola patient says uh certainly i'd like to order a bit of tolerance and peace and understanding and generosity for our planet and the barman says oh we don't sell those in here uh, we sell drink would you like to have some drink uh, drink is good for you drink, drink is great for you oh, in, in moderation in moderation uh, you moderate your intake and then you moderate your outtake uh, by that I mean you, you moderate your, how long you let it stay in your system you don't go cram a hole down in one go uh, you just have a uh, have an enjoy uh. And Christ, I'm starting to sound like an advertisement for the hostillery industry. Well, that's understandable because I am a barman or a woman because they have women as well. But in this case, I'm not a bar woman. I'm a barman. It's not sexist. It's just that I happen to be a male, so I'm a barman. Don't come attacking me for not being a bar woman. Uh, I can't fuck. I'm not going to go and get a fucking surgery just so I can uh, have uh, keep everybody happy. And the Ebola patient says, you're starting to sound even more of a freak than me. And the barman says, did you just call yourself a freak? That's not going to go down well with the audience. They're going to think you're attacking Ebola patients, uh, people. And the Ebola uh, patient's person says, that's okay, as long as they know I'm an Ebola patient's uh, promoter, not an Ebola patient. It's patient spelled P-A-T-I. I-E-N-C-E uh, I see spelling is important spelling is important learn your spelling uh, children learn, sir, learn your uh, 12 times tables of spelling uh, there's a, I remember in school we used to learn your 12 times tables uh, you'd start off with, with uh, you'd learn the uh, 1 times 1, 1 times 2 1 times 3, 1 times 4 etc up until 12 and then you do uh, 2 times 1, 2 times 2, 2 times tree uh, there was some redundancy in there because in the middle of your one times table you'd learn one times two equals two and then you'd finish that and you see I'd lear- I've learned that now and then you'd go on to the next page which is, which is your two times table and it would, it would start with two times one equals two uh, which is basically a rerun so there's a bit of redundancy and, rep- and needless repetition in there but the whole idea is you repeat them until you, you've committed them to memory anyway uh, they don't teach you how to do how to do the uh, it was all about memorizing this crap it was never about teaching you how to do it uh, anyway uh, then you'd also have your spellings tables uh, they weren't called spellings tables but they were lists of words you'd have a book and each page of
page of it would be have a list of words and the teacher would say it out tonight for homework you're to do page four of your spelling book and you'd bring it home and you'd say to your parents apparently you have to do page four of this book today have you any idea what that might mean and the parent would say I don't know I don't know I don't understand these new teaching mythologies let's have a look at this uh, well it says something about cat and bat uh, and dog and uh, oh uh, elbow uh, and elbola and uh, turned up and something. I mean, it's all gobbledygook to me. It seems to be just a list of words. Maybe you're supposed to form them into a sentence uh, or change or correct the spellings or something. I don't know. Uh, let's have a look at the instructions. Is, the, is there instructions in the front of this book? And you have a look at the instructions and all it says on the instructions pages. Uh, this book is copyright Follins School Publishing 1982. All rights reserved. Uh, and the parent says, oh, it mustn't be a thing where you have to correct the spellings because you can't do that because it's copyright. You can't be changing the content of the book. So the spellings in here must be correct. So maybe you're supposed to just memorize the spellings and memorize the words that the spelling corresponds to. So for example, if you learn the spelling uh, C-A-T, you also have to memorize what word that relates to. So there's no point just learning C-A-T, 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 and then not knowing what word that refers to. You have to also connect it in your mind to cat. So you have to go C-A-T, cat, C-A-T, cat, C-A-T, cat. And if you repeat it enough times, your your brain forms little connection paths between between the letters C-A-T and the word cat. And then, of course, uh, when you reach 18, they, they suddenly let you out into the real world and you're out on your own and you come across a cat in the street and you don't know what to do with it except spell it. All you can do is spell it. Uh, what name of Christ uses that to you to anyone? Uh, and the patient's practitioner says, uh, was that me talking or was it you, the barman? I can't remember. Completely lost track. And the barman says, I don't know. I kind of assumed when he got onto the spelling thing that you were going to just abandon the whole bar story. And uh, the other uh, fella says, so did I, frankly. And a great night is had by all. You've been listening to Neil tell you stories. About cats, probably. Neil talks a lot about cats. Send your topic suggestions to studio at interyourhead.com.